Welcome to the Tea Time Podcast, your weekly dose of fun, laughter, and motivation. So sit back and relax, and let's start the podcast. Tea Time! Cool guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to Tea Time. If it's been a long day, it's time to take a break. Sit back and relax. My name's T, and today I'm sitting with a very special guest. We have the man himself. I, have to, I can only say that he wears a lot of hats. The one that he's wearing today is particularly <laughs> cool indeed. I'm sitting with Louis, the bearded gin guy. Uh, what else What else can we call you? Eh? Well, the bearded gin guy, I suppose. <laughs> for today, for today. Uh, my mom didn't call me that. Uh, my name is Louis Janse van Rensburg. Uh, very Afrikaans, as you can hear. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I know the better gin guy for today. Please address me as such. Okay, cool, cool. So, so I'll, I might, I might slip in Louis every now and then, but I'll try and keep it to. Fair <laughs> enough. We're mates, Timber. Call me Louis. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So most of you guys, or you know, some people might be wondering, um, Louis and I go back a good, good few years. It's, it's weird. Like now that I try and think of it, it's. It's a long time. Don't ask me to remember because my memory <laughs> is, uh, I can't even remember a week ago's gin review. So right now, I, I don't know, but I know I've known you for a while and uh, I've always thought you were a very cool cat. So um, dates, you're going to have to drop them. No, no, well, I think I think my, my fondest memory was, uh, we used to, myself and uh, Monique and Andrew, we used to play in a band called uh, Written in Scarlet for you guys listening. And uh, so we used to play around in PE and somewhere along the line, this Louis character emerge, and uh, I still I still remember the the first thought of you was resentment because you bought uh, Leandre that beautiful red guitar. Okay, well <laughs> hold on, hold on. Uh, that's not that's not exactly true. Okay. I bought myself that beautiful red guitar. Uh, okay, um, and it was up on my wall. But I have this this inherent sort of um, ability to to always find ways of giving my shit away simply because I don't think I'm good enough for it. So the actual reason behind that was that um, I obviously, as you probably know, I, I attended a lot of your yeah. jam sessions with Written and Scarlet and I, I was absolutely in love with the band and with you guys. So um, I just thought that guitar would be so much better in her hands. Yeah. And that's kind of why I ended up giving it to her. And I mean, she's still playing with it, and it's it's a very big um, point of pride for me that yeah. she actually did something with it, something I would have never been able to do in the musical space. Yeah. Which is actually quite interesting because I mean, I think a lot of people have <laughs> not not very nice things and don't use them. Not saying that that was you, but I mean, you took the time to say this could be purpose for. Oh yeah, um, that, that that was the bottom line. It, yeah. it um, in my hands, it would not have been. Uh, used as efficiently as I believe that she's done it, and um, yeah, that's the that's the simple explanation. It, it's not that I went out specifically <laughs> to go and and buy it for her. Um, it was that I had it, and and I felt that um, playing it at home, you know, where I take it off my wall for ten minutes a day, just wasn't doing that particular beautiful instrument justice. Yeah, yeah. So Louis, the bearded gin guy, the bearded gin guy, and and this goes back to saying okay, when when we met. So then a little bit. A little while after that, or maybe it was in the same time you started Executrons. Yeah, Executrons, which is my, my business, my the way I make a living, mm. uh, simply a value for money transport service that runs locally and nationally. Simply okay. put. So Louis actually helped me move um, once once upon a time. It was a very rushed day. I had to move my stuff out like ASAP. 
and uh, yeah, in a in a frantic um, in a frantic days, I phoned Louis and I was like, "Dude, you have to help me! I have yeah. to move." And Louis came around with with the truck and we loaded the truck and we, we moved all the stuff. We got it done. Um, and so we've got this image of this muse. I mean, he's got a he's got a magnificent beard. I'll tell you guys if you if you want to see his beard. Well, I've seen I've seen much better beards uh, in and around Port Elizabeth and around the country as I travel, but um, I. For me, this is a particular achievement because I, I have a really patchy beard. Uh, so to actually get it to a point where it looks relatively okay, where it is right now, took a lot of time. You kind of have to let the other hair that, that <laughs> the that's there catch, catch up. up. <laughs> so it's been a, a, a process of trimming, trimming, trimming until this hair decided to finally grow a bit of balls and just meet up with it's neighbors so i kind of have a, a, a decent beard now and um yeah it, it it i don't have a choice i've got to have a beard because it's part of the character it's part of the brand yeah. but um i have a hair dryer now which i never had before Boy. so i mean <laughs> uh, and i broke my wife's hair dryer the other day um and now we're both using the one she bought me as a gift a little travel one so and that's been an interesting dynamic for especially for a bald man <laughs> Talk about beards, let them catch up. I've been, I've got about six, six uh, chin hairs. I was gonna say something, but I just thought uh, I'm not sure exactly what's going on. But um, Listen, I'm applying your theory. I'm waiting for the other. There you to go. Catch up. It's as simple as that. It'll, it'll happen eventually. Okay, so yeah, so we 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 bearded. Well, you're bearded, not me. Yes. I'm, I'm, yep. uh, but I saw you in that uh, in that advert, and uh, look, you fooled my wife. She <laughs> she thought uh, she said, "Look, love, there's your friend with the beard. He's got a beard now." And I, and I was like, "No, he doesn't." But okay. <laughs> I don't think I could be a, or grow a beard that long in, in a hundred years. I don't. Right? I don't think I'll ever get there, to be honest. And and also the the character that I created and the logo that I've created. Yeah. This is kind of where it's got to stay, so people can recognize me, <laughs> which is quite cool because I walk up to people and they go. Um, is that you on your hat? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I am. And so it's it, it works. That's that's actually quite cool. Yeah. Right? Not like, is that you, the guy? It's okay. That's you on your hat. Is that so. you on your hat? Yeah. So I normally get one of two things. Is that you on your hat? Or, uh, oh, are you the bearded gin guy? Yeah. And then I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. So very strange feeling, actually. So bearded gin guy, right? I mean, in my mind, I can't see how you've you've made this incredible leap from not not one image but you you're this guy and then now you've sort of recreated this totally um and i mean it's still you yeah and it's still louis at the base of everything pretty much um, but you've created this brand from uh you know reviewing and tasting and gins and stuff yeah and i just have to ask you like what what was the drive what what how did this all come to you <laughs> so I'm going to start off by saying that that uh, Freddie Mercury has a song, or I think it's Queen. I'm not sure. I am the Great Pretender, and I'm going to start by saying that because um, I'm not a, I'm not a big advocate of saying fake it to make it. Definitely yeah. not. I think that uh, if you want something enough, you work for it, and yeah. you um, faking it is 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 not authentic. You mm -hmm. kind of have to be yourself. So, in any event, um, these processes that I've gone through to actually by accident find this character in this brand um was was very simple i've got a i've got a good friend up in uh, in the western cape at the moment he's a regional manager for a big liquor retailer yeah and he just mentioned to me one day you know the gin 
gin is going to explode in South Africa, yeah. as it has, you know, all over the world. And at the time, gin was relatively um, sort of, uh, you know, under the ground. Yeah. Um, and, and I said, well, cool, you know, let me see if you can get me some, some good gins and, and, you know, I'll buy them for, as, a, as a collection. So essentially what happened is I started a collection, yeah. okay? My own little private collection where I would go and find something unique. I think one of my first bottles I ever collected was from Wilderer. Um, little 500 ml bottle and it was just this famous gin that I tasted and I and I absolutely just fell in love with that sort of juniper pininess and that yeah. sort of London dry traditional but not quite along the lines of a Gordon's yeah. um, it was different and um, I remember when I when I had a, a few bottles um, not exactly sure how many but I had quite a few and I just decided you know what I want to show my mates particularly that were friends with me on Facebook, um, that there is sort of a gin little revolution going on. So I started a a Facebook page. I chose the most ridiculous name I could find, (laughs) the Bearded Gin Guy. And uh, and I started this Facebook page and it was almost as if overnight um, something just resonated with people. And uh, it, it kind of became sort of this national phenomenon quite quickly. Yeah. It's quite, it's quite crazy. I mean, You've created it out of something that, I mean, if you had told anyone a couple of years ago, you said, oh, I'm going to uh, start reviewing and tasting gins and, and yeah. stuff, and, and people will have an interest, and you know, mm. you've know, you got a great following, and I, I think an, an interesting thing with your brand is lots of people have a great following, yeah. which is cool, yeah. but you have a very engaged... Um, that That's one thing that, I, that I've always strived for, is, is not just to have a page where... Uh, you've got thousands of followers, but but actually people who are invested in what it is you're doing. So what I found, um, first of all, I, I have to just mention that that what has happened with the Better Gin Guy is completely by accident. It, it's not something I went out and said I want to become this character that that people fly all over the country to do gin tastings. Yeah. It just became something like that, I suppose, organically. Um, so it wasn't an intentional thing, first of all. Yeah. But it has happened, and now distilleries send me their gin from all over the world uh, to get a little bit of exposure, to just review. And I mean, there's a lot that come to me that don't even make my page because I am quite stringent on it. And I did take a lot of time to learn. You know, once people kind of made me an authority yeah. on this uh, on this gin category or, or this gin industry, um, I had to step up and I had to learn what it was all about. And there's, there's really great players in the industry who are doing magnificent things behind the scenes in educating um, consumers. I like to think I'm one of them. I don't know everything, but um, it is every day it's a learning process for me as well. So that is just, you know, on that front, what has happened was by accident, but I absolutely love the space that I'm in right now and I'm having a lot of fun with it. So, yeah, as you say, um, the the following came around and they are um, a following who engages and and actually um, I have people who started their own collections and and they're quite proud of them so you know I, I had a friend who who phoned me um, and and one day said to me you know Louis I just can't find myself paying three hundred and fifty rand for a bottle of gin yeah. especially when I can buy a case of beers for less than that <laughs> or or a bottle of brandy and a couple of cokes yeah. and and I said to him Dean you know. I shouldn't mention his name. I shouldn't mention his name. Actually, you might like it that I mentioned his name. Uh, I, I, and I, my, my reaction was sort of uh, quietly confident. Yeah. Um, 
you know you you will learn to love it and and he's 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 one of the people who buys possibly the most gin from me at the moment um every new thing i've getting he he buys into his collection and he's very proud of it and he it's nice to have people who who are starting their own collections who are respecting the craft um which is something i'm a big advocate of uh, i don't believe in tons of garnish for a craft gin especially if it's properly distilled and, and well made mm. um and and when i do my gin experiences i i do tell people you know leave the the the, the fruit salads out of your glasses <laughs> it's not necessary if you if you're drinking a proper distilled beautifully crafted gin that someone took two or three years to develop yeah suppose if all the flavors are there what, what are you trying to achieve with well the bottom line is if there is a particular flavor um then you'd want to experience that flavor so yeah you know if you want to if you want if you get a rose gin and you and you start putting um elderflower or whatever into it you, you're going to taste elderflower yeah. i'm talking specifically tonics um for me personally flavor tonics and things can definitely accentuate certain kinds of gins but when you're having a crafted gin that is flavored for argument's sake a blueberry gin um experience and respect the craft initially when you first taste it and then play around i mean if you if you like it with raspberry spalletta at the end of the day that's that's your choice i'm not going to judge you but um if you're paying what you're paying for for a craft gin for a decent craft gin um learn to love it as it's intended to be enjoyed the funny thing is you know we live in a world i remember when we were at Varsity and we worked at the at the pub and uh, the guys from SAB they would come around and teach us the perfect pour yeah. and the sequence was you take the glass you rinse it under the spritzer it cools it down you hold it at 45 and you pour it Yeah. and you know the SAB guy would tell you how dirty leaves and this chap would come to you and he says I want to draft and you pour him the draft and you spritz it and he's like what the hell are you doing <laughs> and we are like yeah. what sort of is this so we were taught how the guy told us yeah. he's like the water in the glass makes it flat. Yeah. Blah blah blah. So then you don't rinse it. Yeah. And then the next day it comes along and he's like, "No, why aren't you rinsing the glass?" So it's quite hard to keep you. <laughs> it, it, look, the, the the fact, and I think why the gin category is growing so much, and what I see actively out there when I'm doing my gin experiences to a lot of people who have never had gin, you know, gin, the, the gin virgins of the world, um, when they're in a room with me, it, Did it, you say virgins. Yes, <laughs> obviously, obvious. I'm glad it came across that way. Yeah. So what I, what I often find is, you know, people will go, you know, I don't drink gin. And I say, no, 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 you don't drink gin yet. And it's almost like my, like my passion for it um, does have a way of rubbing off on people. You know, people actually become passionate about gin and, and so much so that they go out and when they're looking at gins and once they've received the information, which I think is critical in this country, especially since the gin category and the industry is growing but with the growth of the category it's bringing a lot of products that are questionable in my in my personal view the fact is that those products have a right to exist for me it's just um that they need to be branded correctly and and marketed in the right right category um but at the end of the day the consumer will decide if they prefer a traditional sort of punchy juniper gin or if they if they want to go for the sweeter um you know less traditional kind of gins the fact is that once i've done a gin tasting of four gins and i ask people which one was your favorite the whole group doesn't say one collectively everyone likes something else differently and that's why the category has got so much scope to grow because people find different flavors intriguing to them and palettes differ it's as simple as that 
Right, cool. Well, um, we chatted very briefly before, and I think, is it? Uh, can you say what's coming up in, in terms of the bit of gym guy? Uh, look, I'd, I'd like to um, give a little bit of information, and, and I think, as I said, this all happened quite by accident, and it's been really uh, quick. Yeah. Uh, as of now, um, it's just less than a year that the Bearded Gin Guy became, well, since the first post went up on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and, and it's only been... A year. Only a year. Yes. It's, it's, that's that how, is insane. That's how crazy it's been for me <laughs> to kind of... Uh, the, the moment I try and catch up to where I am right now, yeah. something else comes along that takes this in a new direction or in a in a you know makes it grow a bit more accelerating accelerating it in in a certain direction like for argument's sake the fact that i can't believe that people are literally flying me around the country to give them gin experiences so um i love i absolutely love it you know just watching you go from like this you're like chameleon um, yeah, the great pretender as i said yeah you know the one minute i i'm i'm sort of teaching kids to play guitar and the next minute uh, I'm, I'm a truck driver you know scooting my way all around South Africa yeah. visiting distilleries um, as a truck driver and suddenly this character is born um, and and yeah now I, I just have this this very interesting life let me put it that way so okay you've got an interesting life yeah i mean lots of people are, are doing a whole lot of things um, how do you like how do you keep positive how do you i mean you've got to have Bad days in between. I'm assuming. Oh, oh yes, oh yes. That 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 uh, that's what the gin's there for. <laughs> if if I if I have to uh, be honest, I'm, I I always say to when I started tasting, I always say to people, I don't have a drinking problem, but I do have an alcohol problem because I do receive a lot of gin from yeah. all over the place. So I do have a, a home, and my mom's home is full of gin, and currently a, a, an establishment in um, in one of the malls here in Port Elizabeth has you know, a part of my collection. So I have a lot of alcohol, yeah. but I'm, I'm actually not a big drinker. I actually, um, and, and this is what I love about gin particularly, yeah. is that it's the kind of drink that allows us to get away from this culture of consumption yeah. where we can buy a bottle of brandy and Coke and polish Honestly. it at a bra. Yeah. Whereas gin is the way that I, that I present it to people is that if you have five or six different craft gins from around South Africa on your shelf, you, you kind of visit them. From time to time mm-hmm. so it's it's more of an experience and more of an enjoyment culture and that's exactly the way that i enjoy and experience gin particularly yeah. so i'm glad i chose that or i'm glad that gin chose me at the end of the day yeah. because it, it falls in line with my principles as well when it comes to drinking and 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 consumption of alcohol yeah but it's actually it's a very responsible um outlook term i mean I'm, i know you know you go to brian the ex- they open the brand, they smash the cap, yeah. and then you sort of know. It's done. What the, it's what done. The you know what's happening. You're going to bry at twelve o'clock at night, and uh, and your meat's going to be burnt. Yeah, no. So so we we all know that. Are going to be angry. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's a it's a problem. So at the end of the day, I'm kind of helping, you know, um, by promoting this 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 drink that I believe is is more about enjoyment than consumption. consumption yeah. I think it's an important point for people. And I always end off my experiences that way yeah. um, with a personal story because it is very personal as to why I don't drink um, uh, or consume alcohol. Mm. Um, and so I always end off with that on, on kind of a note to say, you know, um, we need to get away from this culture of consumption. But that doesn't mean that distilleries are going to sell less gin. It just means that people are going to experience it and enjoy it more responsibly. And a very big part of the page 
is advocating responsible drinking. I yeah. think it's very important, especially in the South African co- context. So we've, we've chatted um, a lot about sort of, you know, passions. And um, I, think, I think at the end of the day, lots of people have passions. Yeah. Everyone's got a passion somewhere yeah. along the line. And the whole thing is, you know, maybe your passion doesn't make your bread and butter now. Yeah. But I, I've seen it in you. I've seen it in a couple of people. There's going to be a couple more podcasts where I interview people specifically based on this core value of nurturing. Yeah. Nurturing whatever your passions are. Look, music, it's, it's definitely. I think I think that's such an important thing in this world where we're we're moving away from corporate brands and everyone yeah. is essentially becoming their own brand. Everyone has the opportunity, or uh, let's call it the power, to become their own character and their own brand with their own uh, unique identities. And I, I absolutely love uniqueness that's coming through in the industry. Yeah. Um, when you talk about passion and when you talk about the sort of um, culture of people um, starting to to blog or tweet out their their lives, their ordinary lives, or as a barman, for argument's sake, my very good friend, Peter Labisi, um, who is the gentleman on, on Facebook and Insta, he was up in PE training Radisson staff the other day, and he asked me to come over after attending one of my, my gin tastings, and we were kind of bouncing off each other, it was incredible. Yeah. Uh, we hosted one for 35 ladies. He invited me over to, to chat to the Radisson staff about passion and creating a brand, yeah. um, which which I thought was quite nice of him, you know, um, because I still pretty much think of myself as a truck driver and quite an ordinary person. <laughs> to the rest uh, of us, we're like, oh, it's, it's quite strange. The, the, the strangest thing is when, when I introduce myself and, I, and or when a person introduces me before a tasting, they say, um, you know, he's from Port Elizabeth and there's this massive cheer and sort of uh, big, this massive cheer of people are like, we can't believe you're from Port Elizabeth, you know. But you're so cool. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you're it's, it's, it's quite strange. It's quite a strange feeling. Um, I, I never thought, uh, I've, I've been, you know, people inbox me and ask me, you know, say to me, oh, you're you from England or you're from Cape Town. I'm always from Cape Town. I'm always from Joburg. No, I'm from Port Elizabeth and I'm proud to be from Port Elizabeth. And I think that um, it, 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 I suppose it does inspire and it does get people to think, hey, maybe somewhere along the line I could do something with whatever it is I'm doing in this world where we're so focused on, on individuality, which I, I think is great. People need to be individuals. And I kind of just found my thing and, and people relate to what I'm doing because I'm doing it authentically and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of not presenting it as every other gin blogger out there. Uh, I have a very rough and tumble and fun way of, of bringing gin to ordinary people. You know, the big burly guy with a beard driving a truck <laughs> with, with a pink gin in hand with a pinky in the air. Yeah. That's, that's who I am. And, and, and people, I think people like that and they resonate with that. Is it just, just the way you describe that, that is beautiful. Like yeah. if you could get a poster like in a, in a big truck, like just in the horse yeah. of a truck. Um, it's a trucker cap, eh? Yeah, yeah. trucker cap, trucker yeah. Cap on and <laughs> I'm a trucker it's at heart, you know. I, I, I love I love actually going out on the road and experiencing South Africa. I've been so blessed that I've that I've basically travelled by road right throughout Southern Africa, uh, you know, in Namibia and Vintuk and, and all those places. And but your posts have always now that I think back to when when I used to see your posts when you were on the road. Yeah. Lot, you're always like bringing a little bit of info from this little. Oh place yes, or, it, it was it was um, always part of of my character to kind of show people what I was up to in a sense. Not that I thought anyone cared, but um, I did find that that people people become invested in um, 
in strange things. <laughs> if I have to be honest, people become invested in strange things. There is something for everyone out there. So, you know, some of my advice to, to for argument's sake, this, the staff that were being trained is that just put content out there. Yeah. Something's going to stick with someone, yeah. you know, and, and you only need in this world of, of seven or between seven and nine billion, I never know because we're growing so quickly. Yeah. But in this world of, of, let's say, nine billion people, um, there's going to be a tiny little percentage that is going to want to check out what you're doing. And that's yeah. all you need. Um, not necessarily to give yourself some sort of validation. That's not why I did this. Mm. I hate the word influencer. I hate the word influencer. It's something that was bestowed upon myself and others in the space. Yeah. Um, I'm more of just this genuine character who just wants to give you an honest opinion about what I think about the gin category. And, you know, also they, because of the following that's, that's been built up, other guys are taking notice, other industries are taking notice. And I mean, I haven't, I haven't really bought a, a beard, beard oil in a very long time. So, um, like a yeah, it, it gets interesting, you know, people invite you for weekends away and, um, the, the only rule I do have like a dodgy invitation um, I do I do vet them you know I, I do I do scrutinize them like I scrutinize my gins no 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 I completely stay away from that and I block them right off the bat and also you know my, my personal Facebook it, it's it's personal to me yeah. it's my friends I do share the bearded gin guy contact from time to time uh, if I think there's something interesting enough but for the most part I am the bearded gin guy and, and um, you know bringing uh, followers over to my personal space yeah. you know um, you, you also have to have a life at the end of the day yeah. so and when you're getting hundreds of inboxes a day hundreds of whatsapps a day because your phone number is freely available in your pages um, you know people people send a picture from Preston's and they're like um, which these four gins which one am I taking and and then I've got it kind of got it now give them as advice and then they ask well what garnish am I buying with this and I, and it's it's a lot it's yeah. a lot so um, juggling all of that um, still running a successful transport company, having a family life, you know, it, it, um, it's, it's an interesting dynamic. And so if you've got, you've got all these, all these pieces and we'll wrap it up now, but if there's one thing, um, I mean, if, if there's someone out there listening and they thought to themselves, you know, I've, I've got a job and that's all I must do, or, um, this is all I'll ever be, mm. or, you know, people mm. that are sort of bumping their heads yeah. in the ceiling and, and not finding a way around it. Yeah. You managing these facets, yeah. you know, obviously we're not saying it's the easiest thing to do. Definitely but not. what is one thing that you, you think is um, pinnacle or, or mm. just truly important? So so what what truly important, I'm, I'm lucky in this, in this um, regard, I'm complete, very, very lucky in that the, the support system I have around me gives me the scope to be whoever I want to be. Yeah. Um, I have an incredible wife who, when I'm when I'm walking out the door on my way to go and do a gin tasting, um, she'll she'll just call me back and say, "Hey, baby, knock their socks off yeah. like you always do." So I've got an inc- incredible support from her, and I think if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing because yeah. you know we are we are we want to start a family, we want to. Um, obviously grow as a couple but the better gin guy does take me away from home a lot yeah. um, my, my transport company takes me away, away from home for a lot and I feel if I didn't have her um, I, I, I wouldn't be able to do as much as what I'm doing right now so yeah. the first thing is 
behind every successful man there is a fantastic woman and that 100%. is particularly true in my case now i'm not saying that every man out there who has a dream or a passion has to go and find a woman what step one to success no um definitely not what i'm saying but but um for me that is something that that uh helps a lot yeah. uh, with what i do but there's one thing i believe in and that is very simply that you create your own reality yeah. and if you if you want something more when when the better gin guy became something mm. i spoke it i dreamt it i breathed it i ate it and when you do that and when you when you just send this positive energy out there these things reciprocate and yeah. and and it, it resonates with it, you know it it comes back yeah. and and things are attracted that that you you never believed but you're actually bringing them back to yourself so for me self belief is is super important even though i still have my moments where i go oh, this surely this is ridiculous <laughs> i mean what am i trying to do with this yeah. character you know especially when i'm sure as a creator yourself you you hit this wall of like what am i going to put out there today that might be a little bit funny or that um that people will love to read we do as creators we we hit this wall and then you've just got to remind yourself okay take give yourself a break and i do i have to yeah. i have to give myself a break from it and say for the next week i'm actually not going to post any content because yeah. i have a life as well so balance balance is super important as well having a wife at home having a business to run you've got to find a balance if you if you've got scattered focus yeah. um oftentimes something is, is slacking somewhere and it's going to affect the most successful part of your life anyway yeah. so try and find balance is super important and just believe in yourself no cool man well to to end it off if we wanted to find out Follow you, see your Very spot. simple. The Bearded Gin Guy, the most stupid <laughs> Facebook page <laughs> name you will ever follow. Uh, I don't want to say that my content is stupid, and I and I really appreciate every follower that I have. Yeah. I, I especially appreciate people who engage me every day, um, and and I appreciate the the brands and the distilleries that are out there that are sending me their products to review, and uh, I, I pity the ones that I. Uh, th- throw their gins out the windows but sorry for you, <laughs> sorry for you. don't want to talk about it shut up you stupid so um no at the end of the day uh, i just appreciate everything that that people have made this they've sort of made this what it is and um i'm having a lot of fun with it i've got to be honest i mean here i am sitting with with uh, someone I, I i am particularly proud of as well for what you're out there doing as a creator oh, <laughs> so and and it's cool I, i get to meet a lot of awesome people i get to um teach them about a, a spirit that um i think is is here for the long run i think people mustn't a lot of people say to me gins a fad you know it's going to it's going to drop away and yes it might but I don't think it's going to be as drastic. It's not going to be like the Bitcoin <laughs> yes, bubble that bursts every now and then. It's not going to be that. It's it's kind of going to, going to go through a phase of exceptional growth, which we're seeing right now. Yeah. I believe it's going to plateau off at some point as the, the bad ones sort of get, or the good gets separated from the bad. And, and the good ones will stick and they'll, they'll we'll just coast along on this journey of, of incredible spirits and they'll keep innovating. Um, there's some really fantastic distilleries out there doing amazing things with the spirit yeah. and getting worldwide recognition for it. So um, I'm really excited to see what comes up in the in the South African space particularly. And I try and give my page a South African flavor. I am South African. I don't want to be 
Purvorsis. I don't want to be, uh, um, you know, from the UK or do UK things or yeah. do American things. I want to be South African and keep the, the, the flavor South African. Uh, and with that, I'll say lacquer. Lacquer I mean, brew. I think that's very true. And there's, there's, a, lot of, there's a lot of little lessons that we've yeah. passed on the way through. And I think one of the things that, that rings true with me and we've spoken about outside of the podcast a couple of times is the thing of... Of pulling the trigger. I mean, if you guys are listening and you've got you've got what you think is a cool idea or a great idea, mm. the the first thing to do is not get a wife. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a crucial step. It's not a crucial step. Get out there, as Lewis says, put put content out. Well, this this is exactly we're we're sitting on the verge of of this great thing right now with mm. this podcast. Um, the advice, quite simply, is pull the trigger. And right now, this is what we're doing. You're pulling the trigger on something that I think. Um, uh, could be incredible, in, yeah. in this, especially in the South African space. We're all pioneers in our own right, and um, you've just got to keep pushing to to be your own creator at the end of the day. I like that. Be, be your own creator. So yeah. I think that will be a wrap for Tea Time. You guys better get back to work. Uh, go be productive. Thank you to Louis so much for Thank you for, for having me. Us. Really appreciate it. If you guys want to be up to date with everything that's happening in the general world, I definitely recommend Follow it. follow my social media. I would really appreciate it. There's some awesome giveaways we run now and then. Um, uh, it's it, it's almost become a bit of a giveaway page <laughs> <laughs> because I've got so yeah, much like gin to give away yeah, and I love to share. So uh, I really love to share, especially gin. So go follow my page, check what I'm up, what I'm up to. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me, Tim. Thanks, guys. That's all of, all of it from us at Tea Time. Cheers. Well, that's it for this week's podcast, but don't despair. There will be many more coming at you very, very soon. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast and other information, please follow my page at Timber-Robin. That's on Facebook. Instagram is the same, and we will keep you in the loop with everything that's happening. For now, Tea Time is over.